My Better Half explores the many ways we can all enrich and thrive in the latter years of life. Today, host Vanessa Finney speaks with Deborah Moore, a campaign strategist with Third Act, an organization that says it's never too late to be an activist. Third Act encourages people ages 60 and up to fight for climate and racial justice. Hi, I'm Vanessa Finney, and this is My Better Half. Today, I'm talking with career activist Deborah Moore. Her background is as an environmental scientist with expertise on water and energy and as a campaign manager and organizer, most recently with the Union of Concerned Scientists. A lot of her successes have been right here in her own backyard in the western U.S. She worked with the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs to protect and restore the Deschutes River in Oregon, as well as working on general water issues here and internationally. She co-founded an all-volunteer voter registration organization involving Oregon and California, where she helped pass vote-by-mail laws. She also helped pass 100% clean energy and climate laws in California, Oregon, and Washington. She's based in Berkeley and has been working as a campaign strategist at an organization called Third Act, which organizes people over the age of 60 to work on climate and racial justice. And that's what she's here to talk about. Deborah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I also I went to Reed College in Portland, Oregon. Oh, wonderful. All kinds of local connections. Yes. <laughs> so on your website, thirdact.org, it says, we're building a community of Americans over the age of 60 determined to change the world for the better. Why focus on that age group? And as someone who just turned 60 herself, is being in this <laughs> stage of life something that drew you specifically to Third Act in the first place? Yes. Um, well, so many reasons why people over 60. Um, first, ex- what we call experienced Americans are the fastest growing part of the population. More than 10,000 people a day pass the 60-year mark, um, so myself included, just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and older folks in the U.S. have both political power, structural power, and financial power. Um, while there are many older Americans on fixed incomes, uh, older Americans hold 70% of the wealth in the U.S. And so if we want to move companies and financial institutions towards climate solutions, for example, having folks who have the money um, and want their money used differently are a powerful voice um, to let Wall Street know. And older Americans are super loyal, devoted voters. Uh, And then lastly, you know, our generation was, and and older folks were part of the problem. You know, we created um, the climate crisis through our consumption and through the politics. Um, And so we need to be part of the solution. And, you know, some of us are kind of getting closer to the exit, if you will, and thinking about our legacy and our children and our grandchildren and um, how do we want to use the time that we have left. Um, So one of our, we have a couple of kind of mottos. One is old and bold and Mm -hmm. another is no time to waste. (laughs) Let's get going. (laughs) For the planet and personally, maybe. Yeah, personally for the planet, um, we focus on uh, some of our campaigns are focused on climate and protecting our climate as well as on democracy and uh, so protecting our political climate if you will and our our climate climate 
So I love that idea of a group of people taking responsibility for how they've contributed to the problem. You don't always see that. What are some of the working principles of this organization? Can you explain some of those? Yeah. So part of what we want Third Act to be is we want to create a welcoming organizing home for older Americans. And uh, sometimes, you know, I think maybe activism feels like that's for young people. Um, But a lot of us kind of got our start in the 60s and around civil rights movement or the first Earth Day or anti-Vietnam War, other kinds of civic engagement and protest movements. Um, So we want to build on that legacy, but also be intergenerational and have the backs of youth activists who are fighting for our future. Uh, And so the principles are kind of a range to create that welcoming organizing home from everything from kind of be kind to be inclusive. We want to boost up others and, you know, have great partnerships and back up youth, not just, you know, be kind of okay boomer. Uh, We want to be humble, take care of ourselves and each other, um, and be accountable. Uh, Be creative and ultimately build our collective power because we can't win alone. And I think one of the ones I really like to focus on is around being kind. And one of our board members um, named Akaya Windwood, who used to run the Rockwood Leadership Program, she likes to ask, what if we did this joyously? Hmm. You know, these are hard issues. You know, the world is really challenging right now. The economy, um, unhoused people, opioid crisis, Mm -hmm. you know, democracy, division, climate extremes that we're experiencing, fires, floods. So it's it's really challenging. Uh, So how can we do this with with kindness and affection for each other um, and bring joy and hope into taking action? And I like to think of it as like, how can our movement become irresistible? Mm-hmm. How can how can people who are kind of looking at, you know, maybe there's a rally or people gathering petitions or going door to door, registering to voters. But when people see us out there, not just us, Third Act, but us, our movement, I want people to be like, ooh, what are they doing? I want to be with them. They look really fun. So how can we be irresistible? How can we do this joyously? I love that, how Akaya, who's who's quite a powerhouse herself, I was reading about her, I love how she sets the tone uh, with that yes, or you as a, as a collective do, with kindness, uh, make the revolution irresistible, you know, as opposed to being against, you know, opposed, even though you are standing up for people who need it, seeking justice it sets a more attractive tone, and, and that may serve us all better in the long run. So sometimes we get an idea of older people maybe set in their ways or, or as a group maybe sometimes more conservative. But as you mentioned, you have, you've seen such enormous change like the civil rights movement. You saw a lot of positive change earlier in your lives. And I was just reading um, the latest survey of Gen Z, and they're, they're turning up so cynical because of a lot of the problems in the world that you just described. And they may not have that background of positive change getting traction, as you all do. So that's another thing you have in your favor. Definitely. Um, yeah. And some of that 
I don't know, wisdom, if you will, about what it takes to make change, Mm -hmm. um, the commitment, the perseverance, and the resilience. You know, how do we keep going when things get hard? Those are hard Um, one qualities sometimes. Yeah, and kind of like the relay race nature of it. And so how do we share, you know, that leadership and and help each other, lift each other up? Yeah, so I, I think I think we do have those perspectives to share, and we have a lot to learn uh, from younger folks. So I think, you know, the intergenerational aspect is really important as well. You're listening to My Better Half on the Jefferson Exchange. I'm Vanessa Finney, and my guest is Deborah Moore. She's the campaign strategist for an organization that mobilizes volunteers over 60 to make the world a better place, Third Act. So let's get into some of your current campaigns yeah, um, happy to. Uh, that's what we're all about: is making change and uh, making a difference. So, as I mentioned, um, safeguarding our democracy and protecting our climate are kind of like the two broad areas that we're focused on. And um, kind of within that, uh, you know, on the climate side, we are particularly focused on getting money away from fossil fuels and fossil fuel expansion. Mm -hmm. And so we're targeting the big, dirty U.S. banks like Bank of America, Citibank, Chase, and Wells Fargo to stop financing fossil fuel expansion. And again, because older Americans are, you know, longtime customers, people with 25, 30, 45 years of accounts at some of these institutions, as well as um, as you know, investment channels and public pension fund beneficiaries, you know, we want folks to exercise their financial muscles and their voices as um, customers and investors to demand that these institutions stop financing fossil fuels. Um, so that's one campaign, and there's a variety of ways people can get involved um, with signing a pledge that if the big banks don't stop financing fossil fuels, that people will move their money out of out of those institutions and find better banks and better credit cards. Uh, so that's one effort. There's also state and federal legislation folks can get involved with. Um, so that's a bit on the climate side. There's always more to talk about. Uh, and then we've got two other kind of campaign cluster areas. One is what we're calling Democratize Energy, and we've got a new campaign called Power Up Communities, and that is focused on getting folks involved in civic engagement at the state and local level to influence energy and climate policies. And in particular, we're looking at getting more folks involved with public utility commissions which are the regulatory agencies at state levels that actually govern um, and regulate uh, utilities that have such a big influence on how are we achieving our climate and clean energy goals and investments. And they're kind of very powerful institutions that are a little bit like a black box and don't really get a lot of public scrutiny. And so we want to get more people involved uh, expressing their desire for better and stronger climate and clean energy 
programs. Great. Uh, so that's the second example. And then the last example is around uh, uplift voting and democracy, because also climate and democracy kind of go hand in hand if we aren't having elected officials and folks in public service that believe in and want strong climate laws, you know, we're never going to really get to the transition that we need. Um, so we are doing a variety of, some of them are kind of traditional get out the vote, voter registration kinds of initiatives, uh, as well as kind of everyday democracy and civic engagement. Um, But in particular, I'll just mention one that we call the Senior to Senior program. And there are more than 4 million people that turn 18 every year in the U.S. And if they don't get registered to vote in high school um, before they graduate, it's much harder to reach them, you know, in college or if they don't go to college via just in their community. And so we've got this senior to senior program for senior citizens uh, engaging high school seniors uh, in registering to vote. Wonderful. Uh, This all sounds wonderful and really, really important. So how can somebody get involved? We've got about a minute left. Okay, one minute. Well, you can go to (laughs) thirdact.org and sign up on our email list. That's the best way to get started. Um, And then that way you'll receive our email action alerts. And then also there's a get involved button and you can look for working groups, which are like our chapters. Mm -hmm. And there's a working group in Oregon. There are several working groups in California. Um, So there are ways you can get involved nationally and locally. And even if you don't live near one of the working groups, the headquarters, I noticed you had some virtual orientations. So lots of ways to get involved. Well, yes. Thank we you. We welcome for, you. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Well, thank you so much for explaining this and uh, sharing your um, activities with this wonderful organization, um, really doing some important stuff out there. You've been listening to my conversation with Deborah Moore of the activist organization Third Act here on My Better Half. You can listen to this and other episodes at jeffexchange.org, as well as on Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And visit thirdact.org for tools to calculate your bank account's carbon emissions and other great resources. I'm Vanessa Finney for Jefferson Public Radio.